So lately, I've really been interested in the topic of toxic relationships and how to determine if a toxic relationship is truly toxic and cannot evolve. And if a toxic relationship is something that can really turn into something transformative and heal both people. Now, I'm definitely saying that, you know, if two people are in a relationship and both of them are not willing to do the healing work necessary to evolve and grow, then it's really hard to stay in it because it's just, it's going to continue to be toxic, right? But I think that when you're in a relationship and it's, quote, toxic, but both people are willing, both are willing to do the work it takes to heal and become aware of what is creating the toxicity, right? Because a lot of the times, I mean, unless it's manipulation, abuse, and, you know, that type of stuff, um, unless it's that, I think that becomes a deeper issue. But I think if it's just both of you triggering each other and bringing up parts of each other that need healing, that need attention, that need love, that need awareness. That, in my experience, is a different type of toxicity. I was listening to a um, podcast from On Purpose with Jay Shetty, and he recently had Scooter Braun on um, speaking about self-forgiveness and learning to love yourself unconditionally. And when hearing that podcast, I just something clicked and it kind of reassured what I'm wanting to speak about on this podcast because this had already been on my mind because I feel like it's something that I'm going through currently. But I feel like at the end of the day, what we, humanity, human beings need as a collective in order to heal is more love, more unconditional love, right? Um, in the last podcast, I talked about how growing up the idea of love was very different than what I, I guess, hoped it to be and what I'd want it to be and what I think about it now, right? It's, it's very different. It was very different. So I would say that having not experienced that unconditional love, because I'm sure, like, of course, like the people around you and your family, they love you unconditionally, right? But as a child, when you're going through the becoming stages of trying to figure yourself out at an early age and not really knowing what direction to go in and having people around you that are trying to mold you into something you're not, you don't feel like you're loved unconditionally. You feel like you're you're loved on terms you feel like the love is very conditional because you know if you don't get good grades then the love towards you is different if you don't behave a certain way then the love towards you is different if you don't show up in a certain way then the love towards you is different so I feel like growing up I felt like the love that was given to me was very conditional and I don't say that in a bad way I'm just this is just my story and what I felt so I feel like when you experience that at an early age you begin to then love yourself that way and I feel like that's what happened 
I feel like I came into this world being so confident and loving myself unconditionally until I was shown the love that was conditional by the people that I wanted to love me and show me unconditional love the most. And that's when I began to doubt love. And I feel like that carried on into my adult life. And so when I was shown that unconditional love, I didn't fully believe in it. I didn't believe that I was worthy of it because I was still struggling with loving myself unconditionally. And so when it was shown to me, it felt like I was not deserving, like it wasn't real, like it was a trick, like it was a trap of some sort. But then this unconditional love made me realize that I lacked that unconditional love within myself. And I began seeing the different ways that I needed to show myself that unconditional love in order to receive the unconditional love around me. And my sister is a great example of this because that girl is my number one cheerleader, you guys. And I am so like so grateful to have her in my life because I remember too the day that she was born I was kind of like I was happy but I was upset because I was trying to go to Hollywood Video to get a new new movie and we got a phone call that my mom was giving birth to her and so we had to skip Hollywood Video and go to the hospital and I remember being this grumpy child showing up at the hospital like thinking this girl like this baby isn't even here yet technically and she's already like I'm not a priority (laughs) you know so I remember being that grumpy child and but once she came into my life oh my god you guys it's like a love I've never like I felt like she was like just I just wanted to pour so much love into her because it was this new like it was this human new human like a baby human that had not experienced any of the pain that I had felt that I had gone through with my family up until she was born and I just felt this protective energy and all I wanted to do was love her and make sure that nobody hurt her and i didn't even know this little human being that just came into my life so that was the first time i experienced that unconditional love but i didn't realize at that time that that's what that was now looking back at it i can say that that's what i felt because no matter what i knew i was going to show this girl this little girl so much love forever for the rest of our lives i was bound to her i think that we all have our own pain that we are healing from you know pain that we've experienced as a child as an adult i mean there's so many types of pain so much pain out there but i promise you we all have experienced some sort of degree of it and I just know that in the moments when I felt unworthy and unseen and just when I didn't believe in myself and I doubted my capabilities, she is the one to show me love no matter what, to remind me of who I am and what I'm capable of no matter what. 
even if she's angry at me we we will go back and forth and banter like sisters do and at the end of the day it's always something that ends of being very cute because we're just bantering back and forth with like just sass and then we come together and it's like still sassy but it's like love it's love in a very sassy way and we don't hold grudges you know there's just there's just so much love between us and i feel like this is something that i've also experienced with other people in my life recently because i'm allowing it to happen i'm allowing i'm letting i'm letting the unconditional love in because i am learning how to love myself unconditionally and i believe that when you learn to love yourself unconditionally you begin to feel worthy of that love you begin to feel like you are capable of having that unconditional love because you give that unconditional love to yourself and it's so hard right it's so hard when we do things that don't align with who we are out of darkness out of pain i've made mistakes you guys we all have right but are we gonna choose to live in are we going to choose to live in that mistake for the rest of our lives or are we going to make the choice to forgive ourselves and let go? I've noticed that, I mean, just even hearing stories of how Gen Z perceives love. I know that our past generation and the millennial generation don't necessarily have love all figured out. I don't think we do today at all. But Gen Z is really I mean, they've really lost all hope. You guys, like our generation that's going to create the leaders of tomorrow is lost and they have lost sight of hope in love in life in self respect and self worth and at the end of the day regardless of what the situation is i believe that unconditional love for yourself will enable you to give unconditional love to others because while giving unconditional love to yourself you will heal yourself you will let life happen for you instead of to you which will enable the world around you to heal themselves also because when you live life with that mindset, with that energy, with that wholeness, you move mountains, you guys. You move mountains. And that's something that I realized over quarantine. I mean, unconditional love kept coming my way and I kept pushing it out and I kept sabotaging it because I didn't think I was deserving of it. And the minute I 
took a step back and thought about why in the world wouldn't I want unconditional love? Why in the world am I rejecting a love that is so, it's just love. Why am I not accepting it? Why does it make me feel anxious? Why is my body rejecting it? Why is my heart rejecting it? Why is my mind rejecting it? But deep down, why does it feel so right? Have you noticed those relationships where you call it toxic? And it may be toxic, but those those are not the ones that I'm talking about. I'm not talking about the actual toxic ones, but I'm talking about the ones that we label as toxic, just so we don't have to deal and confront that relationship anymore because it's easier. Because guess what? When you're triggered, you are being forced to look at the wounds that are deep within you that you have not healed. And you are being called to give them love and attention so that they can heal. And guess what? That's uncomfortable. And when we get there, because there's a lot of healing work to do alone, yes. But there's also a lot of healing work to do with the world around you. Because guess what? Everything that you are is reflected by the world around you, right? So a relationship may trigger you in some way, but instead of getting triggered, have you ever asked yourself why you felt the way that you felt when that person said what they did? When that trigger was felt, where did it come from? Why did you feel this way? Have you ever stopped to ask yourself that? Or have you just been triggered and shut out the emotion completely so that you didn't have to deal with it? Once again, I'm no mental health expert. I really, like, I really will be doing so much more research on these topics because I'm learning that I'm, I'm so curious about it. I'm so infatuated with it because it's what I'm going through currently. It's what I've been going through my whole life. And I'm just now getting the courage to speak about it and find answers and share my story, right? So these are just, this is just based off of my experience. And we all have our own, but then of course there's scientific evidence There's professionals that I hope to have on this podcast in the upcoming weeks to speak about things like this, but in a scientific way, in a factual way. This is just my story. I am learning to love myself again every single day unconditionally. And I realize that the more that I do that, the more I heal, the more alive I become, the more permission I give myself to be loved The more I love myself, the more permission I give myself to be loved. And the more I am then able to love others. I don't want a fake love. I don't want a superficial love. And I don't think you do either. I don't want a love that I know nothing about. I don't want to love where there's walls. And I don't think you do either. So why do we keep settling for that? 
why can't we see our worth and why can't we see the potential and the love that we are capable of creating if we just consciously make the choice to love ourselves and heal it's hard healing is hard and it's ugly but it's also very freeing and beautiful you guys I am on my way to it I by no means have healed we are always healing because every day there's something that will always bring us back, right? But we can choose every single day to react and respond differently than we have been. I have been for the past 17 years choosing to live in depression and not show up for myself. And I don't even realize, I didn't even realize I was making that choice for seven years because I was so deep into my pain. I was just lost. And now I'm beginning to see again. Now I'm beginning to feel again and remember again what it was like to be free, to be infinite in, in anything I want to be, to act out of love. It's funny, man. I used to be the one that gagged at the word love. And here I am, recording a podcast, begging you to love more. See you tomorrow.